and welcome to the Brillando Juntas podcast, a space for empowering healthy minds. I am your host and your healing sis, Ev. I'm an Austin-based mental health therapist, and I'm here to guide you and empower you in your own healing journey. Join me every week for soul healing talks as I will share wellness tips to live in your most confident, self-loving, and self-accepting era. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. I am so thankful that you are here. I just want to take a moment to thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast. I want to thank anyone who has sent me encouraging messages or congratulations on the podcast. It truly makes me really happy to receive your love and support. Every time that I record an episode, I remind myself of my goal and my intention behind putting out the episodes and and truly my main goal is to meet you exactly where you are in your healing journey. I am hoping that if this episode reaches one person that truly needs to hear this message and that is meeting them exactly where they are in their healing journey, that would be an indicator of fulfilling my purpose and my goal for this podcast. So I just wanted to take that moment to really thank you for being here today and for being on this journey with me of healing. I have to admit you all that this is not an easy journey to be on. I came across a lot of different hilarious videos of what healing looks like and one of them said when you thought healing was about journaling and crystals and then you start healing and it's this little girl that it's like holding on for dear life on this ride looking super scared but also happy at the same time and that is exactly what healing looks like. It is a whirlwind mix of emotions and we are here to talk about it. And so with that being said, today I want to talk about three tips for protecting your energy. This is something that I'm actually very passionate about because I have recently been incorporating over the last couple of years, I have been making like minor changes that impact my exchange of energy with the world and how I show up and how I interact with things and individuals around me. And the more that I practice it, the more that I feel like I have a better control over it. And just the other day, I was talking to someone that we've recently have met and made this connection. And they told me that the vibe that I give off is that I am protective of my energy. 
And, you know, that was actually in itself like a compliment for me because, yes, I am protective of my energy. I have freely been giving my energy away for so long, for so many years, that now I am more in tune and more in balance with my energy. And funny enough, I have this poster where it's in Spanish and it says Protege tu energía, which means protect your energy. And I just love this poster so much. I needed this reminder. It's on top of my desk. I got it at this coffee shop was having like a vendor sale and there was a Latina artist who had posters and stickers. And so... I ended up getting this poster and it just makes me so happy to be able to see it every single morning and it serves as a reminder of how important it is for me to have this goal in mind and honestly whenever I am thinking about any potential stressful events that maybe are going on in my life or maybe I'm getting prepared to go into something that maybe I know might cause a little bit of an imbalance with me. I remind myself that I am going into this, into this interaction with the goal of protecting my energy. So let's talk a little bit more about some ways that we can get started with this. I do have three tips that I'd like for us to go over. And the first tip on how to protect your energy is listening to your body. So I have mentioned in the past that I am a therapist and I'm not sure if I have mentioned this, but I do use a dialectical behavior therapy modality. And in this practice, there is a mindfulness component that we learn, that we teach, and there is a term that is called wise mind. And this refers to the state of our mind that can access emotions and logical reasoning at the same time. So those that may not be very familiar with this term, the right side of our brain is our emotional brain and the left side of our brain is our logical brain. And both are equally important, but when they're not in balance, it can create this feeling of um, stress, feeling depleted, feeling resistant around life not flowing as effectively as we would like for it to be flowing. And so it is so important for us to be able to have an understanding of what our wise mind looks like. And one of the really cool things is that we all have wise mind within us. We all have what we call intuition. When we learn to use wise mind, we start to have better discernment on how to show up and how to engage with others. 
And so I am going to share a little bit about my own personal experience with understanding this concept. And so like I mentioned earlier, the left side of our brain is our more logical brain. And so this is important because our logical brain is needed for reasoning. It's needed for organizing. It's needed for working towards goals. And our right brain is used for um, emotions. It's used for creating and maintaining relationships. It's also used for self-preservation, for creativity. And so they're both really important. But some of us might notice that we move around and interact with the world either more right brain sided or more left brain sided. And so I naturally have reinforced the right side of my brain more throughout my life. My personality is extroverted and social and therefore I've had a lot of involvement in social interactions, whether it's groups, friendships, organizations, or work. So I have been accessing the right side of my brain to make a lot of decisions to show up in the world and to choose how I'm spending my time. And I often found myself feeling burnt out. I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but sometimes we're feeling super depleted and it's frustrating because it's like a never ending cycle. It's like we're on the go, 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 and then we crash and then we have this period of like, I'm burned out. Let me take care of myself. And then we're like, all right, I'm recharged. Let me go back into action. And then we're on the go, go, go until we actually get jolted back into this like burnout and really all that burnout is it's our body telling us that we need to slow down the reason i was having a hard time seeing what was going on was because i genuinely enjoyed socializing with others so naturally i would say yes to everything because i didn't want to miss out on the opportunity to maintain and nourish my relationships but when i learned to use my wise mind i started to have better discernment on saying yes to things that would fill me up versus deplete me. See, it's so important for us to have a balance between giving and receiving. And I was finding myself giving more than receiving. And that's why I was feeling depleted most of the time because I was not taking the time to refill my cup. And now I enjoy spending time with myself and refilling my cup so I can have that better balance. As much as I wanted to have this goal of maintain and nourish my relationships, I realized that if I was showing up fatigued, if I was showing up to these relationships with an empty cup, they were not even receiving the best version of me anyway. So that goal of wanting to maintain or strengthen my relationships wasn't even being met. And so I ended up finding out that now that I am able to have better discernment on the things that I want to participate in, 
now I am able to show up to certain friendships, to certain events, or to certain roles with way better interactions. Now I'm able to show up more authentically myself. So it was actually essential for me to have to take a step back in order for me to maintain and strengthen my relationships. And now my relationships have benefited so much because I'm actually taking care of myself. So I do want to point something out that is super important. A lot of us have not practiced our intuition, our wise mind. Therefore, we may not have very good discernment. We might, because we have been in this constant state of pushing ourselves, right? And it's not even interactions, just interactions with others, but pushing ourselves with, let's say, doing homework or doing work or doing a workout. We have been like conditioned by society uh, because society praises productivity for us to be on the go, go, go. And so therefore, we might not have good discernment in the beginning. But I will say this, the more that we practice it, the more we are going to start develop that discernment that we need to make the best decision for us. So before making a decision, take inventory of yourself, right? I like to think about ourselves like a cup. Is making my next decision going to fill me up, right? Or is it going to deplete me? And we also have to check in where with where our cup is. Is our cup half full? Is our cup, you know, 25% full? If, if it's maybe it's completely deplete depleted maybe is at a zero percent and then at that point we for sure know that we need to take some time to ourselves and so if you have your cup at 50 percent the next choice that you should make is to care for your need and so, so that is actually a visual that has helped me be able to better move and better make decisions because sometimes it's it, it's not so clear to listen to our body. A lot of the times we wait until our body is screaming for us to help and a lot of the times we end up getting sick and in some shape or form and that again is another way of our body telling us like you need to slow down. So one of my goals actually this year is to continue to reinforce and practice this discernment because I want to be less sick. The last couple of years, I've noticed myself getting sick more frequently and sick can look a lot of different ways, right? It can be like getting sick by getting migraines or getting sick by feeling fatigue, getting sick by having even like sinus cold-like symptoms, right? Our body is physically and literally trying to get us to slow down. So that is my first tip. Listen to your body. My second tip to protect your energy is to turn off your notifications. 
And so I'm going to explain this a little bit better. Okay, this one's going to sound wild because I know that we live in a very technology-filled world and that's just our reality. Our world keeps evolving and keeps advancing and that's just the reality that we live in. But I read a book on mindfulness that talked about decreasing notifications on your phone. Obviously, we know that our phone is such a powerful tool for so many different reasons. We have instant access to learning, instant access to connecting with our loved ones or other people in the world. And it also serves as a tool for taking pictures, for working, for creating, for checking time, even though time is an illusion, but it keeps us organized. Our phone is used for so many wonderful things. However, with all of that, it can also become out of balance or even an addiction and take us out of the present moment, out of our current reality. So I want to share just an example of how this can impact us. And you might be able to relate to this. Let's say that we get a notification. Let's say maybe it's an email notification and we click on it and we start going through all our emails. We click out of our email. We open our social media app, whether it's maybe Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. And the next thing you know, an hour has gone by. Same thing that can happen with getting a message like a text message from someone seeing that notification and you're feeling anxious about knowing what the text is about. So you open it up right away. And again, next thing you know, you clicked all around your phone and you've been on your phone for longer than you intended. So something that I did about a year and a half ago is that I turned off all the notifications on my phone. I went to my settings and I turned off notifications from my apps, from my social media, from my e emails, even my text messages. So the only notifications that I kept was calls from my immediate family members. All my friends know that my phone stays on do not disturb. And it's almost like a joke now because I get messages on Instagram or TikTok that says when your best friend has their phone on do not disturb, but you still blow up their phone. So that is how I've set up my phone. So let me explain the reason and the rationality like behind this. So when I use my phone now, I use it with intention. It's not like I'm not using my phone anymore. Of course, I still use my phone. There's a lot of tools, like I mentioned earlier, that we can use our phone for. But now I will go into my email intentionally and open, delete my emails that I need to. Same thing with my messages. Now I'm more intentional about, you know, not stopping what I'm doing in the moment and answering the message right away. Now I'm being intentional about the amount of times that I go on my phone and check my messages. And when I see that I have a message, then I'll respond to it. And the reason I do this, again, is to protect my energy. I want to spend as much time as possible in the present 
moment. I don't know if anybody can relate to this, but I am the type of person that needs to have all notifications cleared out and super type A of me, I know, but whenever I see anybody that has like 700 or like, I don't know, messages that are unread messages that are in the hundreds or maybe thousands of emails, it gives me so much anxiety because I'm like, oh my goodness, those need to be cleared out. But again, that's just like super type A of me. But this system of notifications has worked so well for me because now I go in to my phone with more intentionality. Even when on social media, I will go in to spend time with intentionality as opposed to me getting a notification that maybe someone tagged me or someone liked my photo and I go on it and I'm spending more time than I need to or that I even want to. So this has been a real life changer for me. I have, like I said, made this change maybe a year and a half or maybe two years ago. So that is the second tip for protecting your energy. Turn off your notifications. The third tip to protect your energy is to be mindful of what you intake. They say that you're the average of the five people that you surround yourself with. It's not just the people that you surround yourself with, like your friend group, but it's also the music that you listen to, the content that you see on social media, the videos that you watch on YouTube, the shows that you watch on television. Sometimes we don't realize how much negativity we are consuming until we are actually mindful. Something that I do about once every year, I'll go through my social media and unfollow anything or anyone that is constantly posting negativity or maybe that I just get negative vibes from, negative intentions. I will do the same thing with television, maybe even music or TV show that I'm watching filled with negativity and toxic content. There is a lot of like drama and toxic shows and music now. And so I have to be cautious about what I intake. I have to, again, right, be protective of your energy. There are times that I'll catch myself like listening to some music that just has all of these negative words and like words are so powerful like words become reality and so i have to be super cautious that if i end up like even if it's been a song that i've listened to forever and then you know as you get older you're like listen back to it and you're like actually paying attention to the lyrics and then you're like wait what this is what it's saying this is what it actually means then i'll stop listening to that song or i'll stop you know i'll, I'll switch it to another song and so i've been more mindful of like what i'm intaking and if you're having difficulty, like again, like I said earlier with that discernment, maybe you are finding yourself that you don't, that you're like having 
difficulty decreasing the negativity that you're intaking. At the very least, be mindful of intaking positivity. So following content that has positive and encouraging posts. In my explore page, I kid you not, it is filled with like encouraging post or spiritual quote and there's other posts and there are like videos of cats and coffee because those are the things that i enjoy um part as hobbies but there is a lot of like positivity and even that right like even like the coffee and even like the cat videos they bring me so much joy and they make me happy again we want to be intaking positivity same thing with like books that you are reading or you know Are you, for example, let's say that you're working towards certain goals, something that I will do, for example, when I was looking to start a podcast, I started following individuals that have successful podcasts. I started watching videos of individuals that um, share their strategies on successful podcasts. Again, if I am the average of the five things, right, or five individuals that I'm surrounding myself with, it doesn't have to be just my friend group. It can also be like what I'm intaking. And so I'm very mindful of, okay, if I'm the average, then let me surround myself with individuals that have maybe achieved a goal, right, that I want to also be able to achieve. And so we also have to be very mindful of the pressure that we feel with the content that we're intaking or the pressure that we feel when we're on social media. Maybe when you see others posting accomplishment, if you find yourself comparing yourself or starting to feel like you aren't where you want to be, I want you to shift your mindset. Instead of going into self-judgment about yourself, I want you to turn that around and bless that person that is announcing their accomplishment. Think how nice that is for them, right? Wishing them success, right? I will look at a post and I will think to myself, I hope they're successful. I am so happy for them. When you shift your mindset, you'll start to attract more positivity in your life. So that is it for this episode, you all. Just to recap, the three tips for protecting your energy. The first one, listen to your body. The second one, turn off your notifications. And the third one, be mindful of what you intake. So thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please make sure you share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Evie Speaks. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you next time.